Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report. It is a brand new show for this Tuesday, September 13th, year of science, 2022. Science! All health science. It is right to give science thanks and praise, just like it's right for you guys to be joining us today on The Ralph Report. The Ralph Report. It's got a little bit of a wang to it. Yeah, it does. So still don't know what that means. <laughs> There's a line from than, a movie. Other than literally. And I can't for the life of me remember what movie it is now. But it's a guy eating soup, and he says it's, it's got, got a little, little wang to it? a little bit of a wang to it. <laughs> I can't remember. Anyway. <laughs> neither of that is important. That's neither here nor there. Because you've joined us on this Tuesday, and boy, are you in for a hell of a podcast. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Tuesdays are always just chock full of delicious goodness. Mm, can't wait. We're going to be twisting our tongues. Fun. We're going to be uh, looking at a TV theme song for TV Tunes Tuesday. Very exciting. Another, yet another... In the seemingly endless list of television programs that I've been on. You were on. This is like five weeks in a row we're I going on now. I could have sworn we would run out by now. And people sometimes <laughs> remind me of things that I've done that I forgot that I did. Oh, what a, a storied career you have. I'm telling you. I'm a legend. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Oh, uh, the Ralphle will be giving away Ooh. Queen Jay's version of Batman. Fun. All honoring my late pal Adam West, who, of course, was uh, Batman. 66, as it's now yes. called, classic Batman. The Batman. They're trying to build a statue, erect a statue, rather, in his hometown of Walla Walla, Washington. And it cost a lot of money to design and cast a statue in bronze and put it up. Mm. So we're helping them raise some money with the raffle this week. And thanks to everybody who donated. We'll get to that in just a moment. Entertainment news, uh, just good stuff. So much good stuff. So much good stuff. It's hard to even pack it into one program, but we'll manage because that's what we do here. And you're going to say, yeah, uh, I, I feel full. Uh-huh. I'm going to pass on dessert. Pack no more. I'm all full of podcast. <laughs> I'm going to have to unbuckle my belt. Stop guaranteed. That's how you're going to feel. Let's get the introductions out of the way. You know me by now. Probably I'm your old podcast pal. My name's Ralph Garman. And you know the guy sitting across from me here in the Bat Cave. You know him as the rear admiral, the mayor of Myrtle, mm-hmm. the sheriff of Ghost Town, right. the victim of vandalism. Just uh, <laughs> always a sore spot. Have you gotten it fixed and everything? You got it back and all that Three weeks stuff? later, we finally got the car back. See? All is well. It's quite the ordeal. All is well. It'll just be a distant memory soon. But it's making a funny noise now when it idles. Oh, no. So there's a whole new issue. Oh, no. It just does not stop. It's maybe, unrelenting. Maybe time to move on from that wheel. Oh, man. That set of wheels. I don't want to because I got to buy a new one. That sucks. Is this one paid off? Yeah. Oh, all right. It's not kind of costing anything. Then hold on to it. Exactly. He's also known as Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo, ho, Eddie. Did you take it back to the dealer and say, hey, something's up. It's got a funny noise when it idles. Well, no, we were picking the kid up at school yesterday. And as we were sitting there waiting for him to get in the car, it just started going in the idle. Not when you're driving, but just when you're sitting there idling. Sounds like and something's uh, loose. Something's loose. So we, I video recorded the sound with my phone, and then right. we, we emailed it to our guy at the dealership going, hey, dude, what's hey, going on? Diagnose this by phone? We just got this. Well, the sound. I don't want to call up and go, hey, what's this sound? <laughs> Can you fix that? You know, I'll say, that's an old-timey movie projector. <laughs> Do you have one of those in your car? <laughs> so, yeah, he's, we had to record the sound. So we'll find out. All right. Well, I hope things get squared it away. It won't be a problem. Before probably. the new year. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. What are we going to do for the new year, by the way, of what year it's going to be? It was science all year this year. Yeah. It didn't turn out so well. That has not. I don't know if we should even dedicate things to Should we to... just just 
lop it off. Let's just go back the way we started. Let's just give the damn date, smart ass. <laughs> That's what the universe is telling me. I think so. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. Uh, I'm playing hurt today, kids. I have to. I have to admit. We'll see if I get through the program. I woke up with a uh, pounding, brutal headache, mm, 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 mm. and it just won't go away. It's not like one of those. You've had caffeine, right? Some of those caffeine headaches. I've had right? caffeine. I've done all the things that usually is the cause of this kind of headache yeah. for me. I've, I've I've hydrated. Okay. I I wasn't drinking last night. Okay. So it's not a hangover. No stress. Stress headache? I don't think so. I'm not really mm. stressed about anything, okay. more than usual. Yeah. But it just won't stop. Mm. I'm about six Excedrin migraines oh, shit. in. Really? And that's not doing anything? It's not doing anything. Oh, dude. Go to a doctor. It's probably a tumor. Probably. Go thinking. to a doctor. It's not a tumor. <laughs> I mean, your one eye's bulging out. Well, can't be a tumor. Just because I'm winking at you. <laughs> Uh, so we'll see by, by tomorrow if it goes away. Okay. Maybe a good night's sleep will. That's good. Yeah, just sleep it off. It's always a good remedy. <laughs> we'll see. Never hurt anybody. <laughs> uh, so I will do my best mm-hmm. to carry on in the name of... <laughs> entertainment? Entertainment. Podcasting? Yeah, entertainment's better. <laughs> Speaking of entertainment, yeah. congratulations to Hudson Mohawk. Hudson Mohawk. You familiar with Hudson Mohawk? No. He's a, he's a DJ. Oh, and is not he? not like I used to know what a DJ is. Now, the kids called people DJs now that I don't think are DJs. It's like that Dead Mouse guy? Or yeah, he's one like of that. those guys. He uh, mixes his own music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a DJ to no. me. I have a little experience in the world of DJs. Right. And it used to be guys who played records and talked on the radio. Right. Now it's a whole new thing. Mm. They've co-opted our, uh, our profession. They should have a separate title. They should. You should be a mixologist. Right. You're not a disc jockey. That's a bartender. Anyway, Hudson Mohawk is his gnome de deej. That's what he goes by. And he is really enjoying a boost to his career these days. Why is that? One of his songs went viral last Mm. week. And it's all due to a Redditor. You're familiar with Reddit? I've heard of Reddit, yes. I've I've dipped a toe in there. I don't enjoy it. It's... it's a funky format for yeah, me. It's I don't hard like to it. break down. It's not user friendly. I don't find it. I don't find it to be. Anyway, um, this guy wrote about his uh, sex playlist. Okay. Do you have a sex playlist, I, Eddie? Do you I, have a go-to playlist when you and the missus are getting busy? TV static. <laughs> oh, nothing. More, nothing more romantic. It irritates you just enough to want it to be over with, <laughs> so you can go to sleep. I see. It just speeds it up. Get it over with. See. That's when the missus knows what's coming. You've had enough, right? When you found the space between channels. Is there even is there even static anymore on television? I don't think so. You can find it on YouTube. You probably There's have like to, an eight-hour loop on YouTube. You gotta pull it up as a special. I deal. don't need eight hours. I need about ten minutes. Right. Um, this guy on Reddit uh, talked about his sex playlist. Yeah. And then he talked about how he found out after two years that his girlfriend hates his sex playlist. Oh, my God. Especially his favorite song, his go-to song. Yeah? <laughs> the one that takes him home? Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> said, it actually happens to be my favorite, but my girlfriend hates it and says it turns her off in a major way. What? I understand why it took her two years to tell me she hates that song. It's a good lovemaking song with good rhythm. Okay. I feel the way I fucked up is that I could have possibly asked her previously if she likes the playlist or any songs she'd like to add or change. But to leave it for two years, yeah. thinking our sex life is great in her eyes, has just been ruined by my music. <laughs> left the whole situation feeling awkward. Now I'm a bit annoyed. <laughs> he said he needed this particular song because he feels a little stiff when he has sex, and he needs the music to match the rhythm in order to put on a better performance. Okay. But now he's been using it uh, since he started having sex, and now he's thinking back to all of his other lovers, thinking if they hated that song Wait, as well. he had the same sex playlist for all of his girls? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> you should this cater is, each this, one to this the isn't female. A rom- no, this isn't a romance playlist. This isn't a mixtape, Eddie, like you're making for the girl in eighth grade to impress her. These are songs to fuck, This too. is for him music. to get into his space. This is like the pregame ritual <laughs> in the locker room. So he knows that he can deliver out there on the field. I think he needs some Bluetooth headphones. So she hates it, and now he can't play that song, and that's his go-to. Oh. And yes, you're right. He said that is the one that usually brings him home. 
So it's even more, it's, it's important. <laughs> Inner Sandman? <laughs> it's an important position <laughs> on the playlist. The song is from DJ Hudson Mohawk, and it's called Seabat. Oh. Seabat? Yes. Okay. And this guy's relatively unknown, but this song now has blown up in a big way because the Reddit story got passed around, and now everybody wants to hear what this guy's go-to sex song everybody is. Everybody wants to fuck with this song. It's an 11-year-old song. <laughs> Hudson Mohawk put it out 11 years ago to no real attention, and now it's getting a ton of attention. Well, this dude's and, been laying pipe for 11 years to it. That's and Mohawk is thrilled. However, even he says, it's not a song I'd put on a sex list. But kink shaming is none of my business, he said. So he's happy it's getting the play in the uh, EDM <laughs> world, and he's getting some recognition from his song Seabat. Okay. Would you like to hear the song that this Redditor, Tyler Life, says is his go-to? It's, it's his Bring Me Home song. Yeah, this is the one it. that really makes it all happen. Makes the for fireworks him. go off. Yeah. And I think you'll see when you listen to it why the <laughs> girlfriend may be not so thrilled. As uh, okay. as our redditor friend. Here we go. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a queef mix. <laughs> Bunch of queefs. Guy playing a balloon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh! His girlfriend never came. Not one time. She never ever came. I think you could see why that, that may not be wow. her favorite tune to listen to while the boyfriend's going at it. Sounds like Johnny's getting laid. Sounds like when wow. you take a balloon and fill it up, but you, <laughs> you don't just... tie the knot, you just pull it Aww. wide and let the air out. That or a dolphin fucking, maybe. <laughs> it's a dolphin orgy. How annoying would that be to Dude. try to have sex to? Dude, that girl never came. None of his girlfriends ever came. So That's sad. Hudson Mohawk uh, appreciates the attention for yeah. his tune Sea Bat, but is not <laughs> suggesting anyone else perhaps put it on their sexual Who would playlist? hear that go, all right, I'm going for it. <laughs> How do you... I wouldn't... <laughs> I couldn't focus on anything. Fucking dog couldn't hump to that song. With that going on in the background. <laughs> yeah, he'd be barking. First of all, can we also all agree that Hudson Mohawk is an awful musician? If, Terrible. If that's his composition. He may have a hearing problem. He put that together and thought someone somewhere would like it for some reason, even if it wasn't this specific reason. <laughs> oh, all that nails on a chalkboard. I can't even imagine thrusting to that song. Yeah, the rhythm just is there's even no rhythm off. to it. You'd have to like do two and oh. then stop and pull out and put one in. <laughs> she was probably like, "What are you doing to me? Stop it!" <laughs> it's like a dog with a bad hip trying to hump. So Seabat uh, has just been re-released oh. re by Hudson Mohawk. Oh, if you'd awful. like to find it on uh, YouTube so or the anywhere you find MP3s, you can oh. probably find that. I think we should all try to fuck to that. I'm going to put it all... on my sexual playlist. I, know, uh, I don't like music really in general when I'm having sex. No. I like the sounds of human beings. Yeah. Moaning and slapping and breathing, breathing and grunting. I don't want music. Dirty talking. There's a lot of ways to fill that need for sound yeah. that don't involve music. I certainly start... don't like anything with lyrics. Oh, no. Because then you get totally distracted, distracted and you're like, no, I can't. Best case scenario, I put on like, you know, Alexa plays the spa yeah. channel for me, and it's just something in the background. Like Thunderstorm. Or... Yeah. Just give me some... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Alexa thinks I'm talking Alexa to her in the other room. to play your fuck list right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Alexa, damn. play music you can't come to. <laughs> come. <laughs> oh, Lord. 
All right. Let's turn our attention now to a sound that I can orgasm to. The voicemails <laughs> left by the guy. Just think of that every time you guys call now. <laughs> He's fucking coming. Depends on the call. I love it when you guys reach out to us, especially when you leave your voicemail messages on the old Ralph Report hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it's available to you. You know by now, all you got to do is dial the magic number, one 833 Hi, Ralph! Then you can leave your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments, anything that's on your mind. I listen to each and every voicemail message, and then I grab a handful, and we put them here in a segment known as Garmy on the Line. The telephone is ringing. The garbage's on the line. Ralph's gonna play your calls now. Let's see what's on your mind. People still talking about the goddamn Garmy game show from last week. I thought we settled that. I thought it was done. People think I, I threw the game, and they're acting like it's the, you know, the, the White Sox scandal in the World Series or something. You're the Black Sox, The man. Black Sox, whatever. When I, was, I was like I was betting on the game. Somehow I made a bunch of money. We gave away a, a, a tape dispenser and a pair of scissors. Like you want to mail shit out. Can't that be enough that somebody won something? Why does it have to be all this controversy? <laughs> now the other camp is trying to defend me. Oh, okay. Hey, Ralph. Yo-ho, idiots. Uh, Rob, four-star, calling out of Mississauga, Ontario, Canada. And I was just calling uh, because, uh, firstly, I just wanted to say uh, I do not think that your uh, Garmy game show from last week that Jen played was this, you know, super easy quiz All like right. some people seem to. Thank I think you. it was a very fair quiz. Thank you. But in general, uh, what I do think is that, you know, maybe the quiz itself being music-centered in this type of way was maybe favored to Jen a little oh bit more <laughs> because of her, you know, just... Overall knowledge of music, which mm. I think is a bit stronger than yes, no, yeah. no, no offense, Eddie. No, but, you know, you, you have a lot of strengths. Just that one is less so than Jen's. So that's why it kind of brings me to my, the whole reason I'm calling. Right. And that's to suggest the Garmy game show for this week. Okay. And you know, I think the Garmy we we love the uh, name that tune version of the Garmy game show. People do. So I think we do that, but we favor it to something Eddie likes, and that's the Marvel movies. The MCU, you know, there's 28 movies or whatever there is in them. And I think that for the Garmy Game Show, you just play a piece of soundtrack or uh, a song that was in one of the Marvel movies. And all Eddie has to do is tell us which one of those movies it was in. <laughs> anyway, I think it's a great idea. I hope you guys do too. So I hope you to hear that as uh, Garmy Game Show this week. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Okay, Rob. I see where you're going with this. Interesting. So you're playing songs, you're playing scores. I think it would be scores would be more appropriate. I mean, like, the, let's play the theme from Iron Man. Let's play the theme from Black Panther and just see how you do that. There's a couple then. identifiable scores in the MCU. I'm trying to think if there's more than... This is your wheelhouse. This is your thing. Right. You love it. You've seen them all multiple times. Right. I would think if we, were, if we wanted to worry about whether it was skewing towards someone or not... <laughs> That this would be a fair I would, presentation. I, may, I mean, there's a few that are identifiable. I'm trying to think. I'm just trying to think in my head what some of the identifiable scores are from the MCU. Is this is this something you? Feel? I would give it a shot. We can give it a shot. All right, let's do that on Friday. I'll sure. pull, I'll pull uh, chunks of soundtracks of Marvel movies, okay. and you need to identify the right. film. And I will not be studying all week, so don't worry about that. <laughs> just binge watching. <laughs> I didn't study when the with, with your eyes closed. Just listening to movies? Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. I didn't do that when grades counted. Why would I do it now? That's true. Daddy's not a big studier. No. Crammer. Uh, <laughs> Daddy's cramming. Mm. <laughs> Sounds like the air coming out of the condom as you're trying to cram it yeah, in. Yeah, don't blow them up before you put them on, kids. <laughs> Uh, yesterday we were talking about, um, in this day in history, it was the, the premiere date of Fistful of Dollars, the oh, yeah. movie that made Clint Eastwood a star. Every time we talk about this particular genre of film, we get this question, and I'm happy to answer it. Hey, Ralph, it's Ryan from Liverpool, New York. I got a question. I'm listening to Monday's show. You talked about a Fistful of Dollars uh, kicking off the Spaghetti Western um, what is a spaghetti western? What qualifies a movie to be a spaghetti western? I'm um, just calling. See, thanks. 
Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? We wanna know. Where did it come from? Say it ain't so. Where did it come from? No fucking will know. The term spaghetti western is thrown around quite a bit, especially in the 1960s and 70s when they came to the forefront of foreign films. And the truth is, westerns had been made in Europe for years before the spaghetti western ever came along. The reason that is a specific subset of European filmmaking is because, largely because of the influence of Sergio Leone, the uh, director and a genius behind a fistful of dollars. That was the first commercially successful foreign Western that came out of Italy at the time. And in many ways, it changed the way Westerns were made afterwards. It sort of demythologized the American West. Up until that point, you saw a lot of white hat, black hat kind of stuff. And there was a template to American Westerns that was sort of played out. And foreign filmmakers loved American films, watched them, but then applied the feelings of their own culture and their own perspective and sensibilities to it and made it a little more gritty, a little darker, a little more complex. A little more ambiguity to the hero. Yes, exactly. And Fistful of Dollars, as we mentioned yesterday, when it debuted, was not only a um, critical success, but also a commercial success as well here in the United States. And that released a floodgate of similar types of Westerns coming out of specifically Italy. And it was because of their Italian origin that critics and movie moguls alike started to refer to them as spaghetti Westerns because they came from Italy. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a slightly racist, I guess. A little you could bit, say. I guess. They could have called them pizza Westerns, I guess, if they wanted to. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, any, any film that comes out from that particular period of time from Italy... Uh, that's a Western. And they were a ton made. I mean, Clint made a couple more himself. The Good, the Bad, yeah. and the Ugly. Charles Bronson made Charles some. Charles Bronson made some. Uh, everybody really went yeah. over there and tried their hand. Yeah. Uh, James Garner did yeah. one. So um, that's that's what we're talking about, Ryan, when we say spaghetti Western. I hope that clears things up for you. Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? We want to know. Where did it come from? Say it ain't so. Where did it come from? No fucking will know. The taco chips yesterday were a big hit. Yeah. A lot of people had a lot of opinions. Taco. About the taco-flavored Doritos that we were trying. Some people like, you guys are nuts. They're the best thing ever. They were good. What? The thing that, that confused us, that confounded us, was we couldn't quite put could. our finger on what the taste could was. Could not name the That the was really coming through from the, uh, as Eddie put it, the nutritional powder they put all over <laughs> Doritos. The dusting. A lot of folks came through. A lot of people out yeah. there in the Garmy know a thing or two about cooking, and we have our answer. Hey, Ralph. It's Alec in Kansas. I want to use my culinary uh, knowledge to try to break down your taco seasoning chips flavor you're trying to figure out. Uh, you know, it's probably uh, chili powder, garlic powder, onion powder, salt, yes. pepper, yes. and the part that makes it, uh, quote-unquote, Mexican taco flavor, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's probably cumin. Mm. Uh, lovely smell. Yeah. Man, I love that shit. Good stuff. Cumin. Smells wonderful. Cumin. Anyway, that's probably what you smell. Probably smelling cumin. Cumin. Anyway, cumin. L&B. There you go. It was cumin. Cumin. Ah, cumin. And it makes sense because I realized I, the, the taste was familiar to me. Yes, it was. But I couldn't quite place it. And then after we were done recording, it struck me. It tasted to me, it was similar to, not as strong as, Red enchilada sauce that you get in oh, some yeah. Mexican yeah. restaurants, yeah, which yeah. is loaded up with cumin. cumin so yeah, yeah. it all makes sense. Gotcha. So, mystery solved. Thank you so much, Alec. And as you know, we play upbeat music for you each and every episode to make your day a little bit brighter. We call those songs our happy hits. Here's one for Christian. Hey, Ralph. This is Christian, one star from Valencia. I'd like to suggest a happy hit for uh, this week, a disco happy hit. Yeah. I think Groove by Earth. Wind and fire shakes your ass. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. It does shake my ass. You're goddamn right it does. (laughs) Let's Groove by Earth, Wind, and Fire. I don't know if I'd call it disco, per se. Hmm. It's certainly a dance tune. I think it's more funk. Okay. But I'm splitting hairs. Either way, it's a great tune. Today's happy hit going out to Christian. Let's Groove. Down, 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 down
is still moving and the song's <laughs> over i got i know a song to get your ass moving <laughs> do you? i do is it this one <laughs> my sphincter's flexing when you listen to that thank you so much christian for calling in thanks to everybody who called in today you too can be featured in the garmy on the line segment but in order for that to happen, you gotta call me. Call me around. It's the number everyone's talking about. Call me right now at one eight three three. Hi, Ralph. All right, I'm playing hurt, as I mentioned. I got a pounding headache. Yeah. But I'm still gonna see if I can twist my tongue. Oh. So don't take advantage of me. All right. I won't. You sure? I'm sure. <laughs> Not even if I get the 50% deal or whatever no. it was that the chick was giving away? No, no 50%. No Ralph report. 50% off if I put my dick in your ear. <laughs> it's time for Tongue Twister Tuesday. Are you ready, steady, Eddie? Because there's going to be so many words you cannot say over, over, and again. So take a breath, prepare yourself the best you possibly can be. Today's tongue twister sent to us by Brad Heitman, two-star general from Iowa. Here's a twister I came up for you. Again, this is homegrown. He wrote this himself. Wow, an original. Original. It's a little lengthy. It is long. But uh, I think it's worth trying. All right. Here it is. Rife. Rife. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even do the explanation version. Fucking massive tumor. Ralph writes, you're going to feel really bad if it is. You're feel really guilty. Better donate blood or something. I will. I'll donate my blood to you. All right. Ralph writes rhymes while relaxing with a whiskey rocks in a white robe. Oh, that's, that's a mouthful. Yeah, it is. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's an earful. I'm Oops. good with other dicks. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Three times in a row, speed is of the essence. Okay. Here we go. Ralph writes rhymes while relaxing with a whiskey rocks and a white robe. Ralph writes rhymes. Ralph's right. (laughs) Ralph writes rhymes while relaxing with a whiskey rocks and a white robe. Ralph writes rhymes while relaxing with a whiskey rocks and a white robe. Ralph writes rhymes while relaxing with a whiskey rocks and a white robe. Wow. Boom. Wow. Boom. Wow. Boom. That tumor is not in my (laughs) tongue twister part of my brain. Fuck that tumor. Tell you that much. Okay. <laughs> Ralph writes rhymes. <laughs> a little slow. Huh? Ralph okay. writes rhymes. <laughs> yes, he died. Big rhymes. <laughs> Ralph writes rhyme. Writes? Yeah, I was right. I was right. Oh. Ralph writes rhymes while relaxing with this. With a whiff. A... <laughs> I was like coming around the corner and got hit with a whiff. I didn't even see the whiff coming. <laughs> Ran right into that whiff. Uh, mm, mm. Ralph writes rhymes while relaxing with a risky rocks. Risky, risky rocks. <laughs> Ralph, that's my old radio name. Risky Everybody rocks. Risky rocks. <laughs> Here, uh, risky rocks. Ralph played you all the hot tunes on Risky Rocks. <laughs> Ralph rhymes rhymes rhymes. 
<laughs> okay. It's just fucking didn't even. My shoelaces were tied. <laughs> Ralph writes rhymes while relaxing with a risky rocks and a whiskey. Risky! It's no risky, it's whiskey. 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 Ralph writes rights rhymes. Rhymes rhymes. Okay, last one. I think I'm drunk. <laughs> you sound I it. sound drunk. <sighs> Ralph writes, what'd you put in my water? Nothing. Nothing? Okay. Ralph writes rhymes while relaxing with her whiskey rocks and a white robe. Ralph writes rhymes while relaxing with her Fuck that. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh, lordy. That's no good. Oh, Brad, thanks for the laughs, Fuck man. That, Brad. That was fun. Although my head hurts worse now than it did before. <laughs> Tongue Twister Tuesday. Tongue Twister Tuesday. Let's give away this art. Queen Jay, when she was on the show on Friday, she was kind enough to do Drawn in 60 Seconds, and I requested that she do a Batman drawing that we could raffle off to raise some money for the Walla Walla Washington founding fathers yes. who were trying to put a statue of Adam West up there in his hometown in the park near where his house was, where he grew up, which is kind of cool. Very cool. You folks showed up in a big way. Thanks to everybody who donated. Frankly, I was uh, so pleased and touched and surprised that you guys showed up in a big way. Because sometimes we'll do one of these, and it's obviously a desperate cause. Someone needs medical help yes. or some horrible uh, a disaster has happened that people need aid for. Yes. And it doesn't surprise me that the Garmy opens their hearts uh, to a cause yes. like that. This is still, I think, a worthy cause and is near and dear to my heart, but I didn't think people would show up hmm. the way they did. It was very kind to them. So again, I'm going to read the names of everybody who donated because every donation counts. Uh, $5 sent to us by Ryan Jones. Thank you, Ryan. The $10 level, Jeremy Bienvenue. Welcome in Bienvenue. Welcome. I think he just donates now for you to do that. I think <laughs> just, the only reason he's doing it now. Whatever it takes to get the cash, baby. <laughs> John Loff, also with $10, Michael Campos, Matt Unversaw, David Green, and Robert Zuliani. Hey, Zoo, how you doing? Uh, all $10 donations. $15 donations from Tony Farrell and Tisha Martinez. The $20 level came from Travis Ross, Seth Berry, Sean Barger, Mike Volster, Matt Burke, Alex Ma, Lee Snook, Rob Thayer, Vicky Dove, and Elizabeth Emerald. $25 donations from John Robertson, Tobin Brennan, Carrie Trebona, and Kim DeLuca. $30 was donated by Ray Proventure and Kerry Rutledge. $50 donations from Matthew Latore, Rob Wintler-Cox, Kristen Farley, Renee White, and B.J. Richardson. These next two guys very cleverly Donated $66 oh, each. I see what they did there. I do, too. Raul Sanchez and Adrian Gonzalez. Thank you for that, fellas. $70, excuse me, $75 donations from Andrea Larkin and Steve Trost. $100 donations from Derek Eilertson, uh, Raul Padilla, Linda Golden, of course. She's always so generous. Scott Hamlin, also a very generous man. And John Morrison, another one of our perennial $100 donors. Thank you so much. And $150 from Lee to Amala. So thanks to everybody who, who donated. When you add it all up, we raised $1,637 towards the erecting of Adam West's statue in his home. Very cool. So Very thank cool. you so much, guys. And I have heard from the folks who are putting together that statue uh, project there in Walla Walla, and they were so thrilled that you guys, they're like, did you say something? Because all of a sudden, all these donations are coming. And I said, that's the Garmy in action. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. As you know, I take everybody's name who donated, and I put them here in the Ralph Report yeah. charity fishbowl. Can't fake that This sound. is a real thing, by Very. the way. Some people still doubt the fishbowl. I fish know, bowl. I know. Look, I'll do this. See, now I'm talking Look to the fishbowl. See, you can't, now, make, you can't make this. Can't, can't fake that. You're a master of using your mouth. We know that. Yeah, I But am. even you can't do that. Can't do that, no. What I'm going to do is have Eddie draw. Usually we have the artists themselves draw the name, but... Uh, mm. He's not here tonight. Queen Jay's not with us, so Look Eddie's going to have to I dig, got it. dig his it head in. Right there. Reach in and pull out a name, and now we'll find out who is the recipient of this beautiful, beautiful piece of art from Queen Jay. 
Kristen Farley. Kristen Farley. Congratulations, Kristen. Keep your eyes peeled on your mailbox. We'll be mailing out this piece of art that can be suitable for framing as we celebrate the uh, life and legacy of Adam West. Thanks to everybody who donated. I really, truly appreciate it. It meant a lot to me, and I know it meant a lot to the folks who are trying to honor Adam as well. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash the Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. All right, now what we'd like to do is take a look at the huge calendar that hangs here on the Batcave wall. On that calendar, as you can imagine, are the days of the month. Yes. But there's so much more. Oh, really? Each one of those days also has multiple holidays associated with it, and we don't think necessarily all of them deserve no, to be celebrated. No, most of them don't. So we break them down for you as a public service into holidays and holidays. Holiday or holiday, please tell me what we celebrate, Ralph Garman. It's Uncle Sam Day. Uncle Sam Day. Uncle Sam Day. Why is it Uncle Sam Day? Because. In September. Because it's Uncle Sam. It seems like a 4th of July day. Well, that's that's its own holiday. Okay. This is to celebrate Uncle Sam. The Uncle Sam? There was a real Uncle right. Sam. His name was Samuel Wilson, and he yes. was born on this day. The Falcon. No. Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson was a, was a meat packer from New York. Yeah, he was. And he supplied barrels of meat to soldiers. <laughs> barrels of meat? Yes. <laughs> Barrels of meat. That's how they shipped it during ah. the War of 1812. Okay. And to make sure he got to U.S. soldiers, he would stamp U.S. on the barrel uh -huh. to identify the meat was meant for the soldiers. Now, the soldiers associated the stamp with Sam himself, and so they started to call the barrels and those initials, oh, we got a package here from Uncle Sam. Uncle That's what Sam. the U.S. Got stood it. for. And so Uncle Sam became a popular uh, folk hero amongst the soldiers and then uh, the press started to pick up on it and then they did a, a a sketch of a young uncle sam kind of dressed up like a butcher to uh to, to be a patriotic figure mm -hmm. and then eventually there was a cartoonist named thomas nast who decide, des designed rather the long-legged uncle sam we know and love today uh -huh. with the top hat and the striped pants and the star spangled Should have left outfit. him as a butcher. I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> might, really. might have worked. Apparently he had a bandana on, like a striped <laughs> butcher's vest and a smock. <laughs> so Uncle Sam, of course, became popular as the I Want You for the U.S. Army campaign during yeah. the First World War. That's the time he really took off. And Uncle Sam has kind of become our, uh, our mascot, mascot yeah. ever since. So, I don't know. How do you feel about Uncle Sam? I should, like Uncle Sam. Should he have a holiday? I think he should. That's really? a cool story. I think it's a cool story. All right, we'll give, give it to him. Give him that one. We'll I like give, Uncle we'll Sam. Give Uncle That's Sam a cool story. Holiday. It's International Chocolate Day. Oh, yeah. More Fuck you yeah. to say about that, That's right? That's it. History of chocolate can be traced back to 450 B.C., originating from Mesoamerica, mm -hmm. present-day Mexico. If it wasn't for the Aztecs, we wouldn't have chocolate. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, eventually, when the Spanish conquered them and destroyed their beautiful civilization they're wonderful chocolate factories they, yeah it was like willy wonka <laughs> they uh stole that chocolate and went back to spain in the 16th century and then it started to spread around uh, europe and the rest so of the history. first country in europe to have chocolate was spain spain España. wow yeah hmm. and then they started to share it with the rest of yeah. their european when you think of chocolatiers you don't think of you don't necessarily think of Spain. Right. Huh. And originally it was a drink. There wasn't even like the chocolate we like know sipping today. Sipping chocolate or drinking chocolate? They used, to, they, they used to boil it up and drink it mm. primarily. Mm. And then. Okay. It's also Milton Hershey's birthday today. Is it? Yes. That's weird. Well, weird that International Chocolate huh. Day and Milton's and Hershey's birthday would no be. No coincidence. One of the same. I'm sure there's no, there's no strings being pulled by big <laughs> chocolate to make that happen. What a coincidence. Fudged a couple numbers. Yeah, he did. 
Oh, we fudged. See what I did there? So, um, yeah, we can, we can get behind yes. that. It's Positive Thinking Day. Okay. Do you believe in the power of positive thinking, Eddie Pence? Actually, I do. Do you? I do believe in the... Why do you, why are you so negative I'm, all the time? Because <laughs> I'm naturally that way, and I have to force myself to think positively. And hmm. when I do, I feel better. I think that's the key. You may not necessarily be able to affect events with the power of positive thinking. No, you can't. No, there's not some magic power to it. Well, the people think that. that you, those people are if, insane. If you just visualize it and you and you put out positive thoughts, you can affect yeah, how no. things turn out. No. You can affect your mood, which may affect your performance. That's what I think. Yes. I think you affect your own yes. behavior, and by altering your behavior you alter the course of events in your life. Yes, I agree but with you're that. But you're not just, you can't just, you know, no. make the slot machine hit by being no. positive about it. <laughs> a positive thinking, it says here, however, reaps a lot of benefits. It's not just good for our emotional well-being, mm. Eddie Pence, but also for our physical well-being as well. Oh, yeah, of course. Reduced risk of heart disease they have found in people who keep a positive attitude. Well, you're probably less stressed. Alleviating so, stress yeah. and anxiety. It can affect your lifespan. It can affect your relationships. They even say it can help your body with its natural immune system. Well, yeah. Less Resistance towards minor illnesses and even the common cold. Probably reduces cancer, too. Probably. Yeah. So you, positive thinking you day. do stress in your body. Everybody be positive. I'm trying to. It's Just a daily struggle. It's a daily struggle. It's also National Celiac Disease Awareness Day. It's a horrible disease. Yeah, I know a couple people with that. It's bad. Yeah, our, our buddy uh, Gabby suffers yeah, from it really badly. Yeah. She is uh, severely uh, allergic to the protein that's found in yeah. wheat, rye, and barley. Gets that's some monster shit. It's <laughs> not fucking... what she gets. She gets physically ill. She gets <laughs> migraines. Right. Her energy is depleted. Yeah. And There's, monster shits. No, there aren't monster mm. shits. It affects a person's immune system by attacking their small intestine and inhibiting the absorption of important nutrients. So yeah. you can actually get... Uh, quite ill. Quite ill from yes. it. Um, it can lead to other disorders as well, but it's undiagnosed, including cancer and osteoporosis and infertility. Yeah, so it's bad. learn a little bit more about this on National Celiac Disease Awareness Day. And there's simple tests you can see you can take it to find out if you're allergic to gluten or yeah. not. Just eat some gluten. <laughs> That's there's one your, way. There's your test. If you feel like shit, you're probably, you probably <laughs> have celiac disease. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll allow that. It's also National Bald is Beautiful Day. Hmm. No, listen, no. listen. I understand some people have to just accept it, yes. and I get that. And some and, people look good bald. And some people are they look do. great bald. It's it's not a detriment to Quite their looks dashing. at all. I don't I don't think bald people uh, can't be sexy no, I, or no. virile or attractive. I agree. But nobody really wants it. If given the option. Right. If they That's would have their hair point. or not. I would, I, if they say it's bald acceptance day, I could go for yeah, that. Yeah, we have, you have to accept your fate. But that, let's not, let's all pretend bald is beautiful. And hey, that, if I had a choice, that's the way I would should go, because be, that's so fucking beautiful. Should be bald can be beautiful, though. Right, there we go. But, but if you had not, your choice, you'd have your hair Let's be honest back. with each other, at least, about yeah. certain things in life. You'd want a nice, strong hairline. Everybody does. Yeah. And guys, especially, and women, of course, go through it much worse. Women oh, yeah. alopecia and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a woman, you have alopecia. Your husband will probably assault people. That's what I found out from recent events. So it can really have a detrimental effect yes. in so many ways. So we can certainly accept it, and yes. it's fine. Yes. But I'm not going to, yeah, that's what I want. Well, let's, not, let's be honest. Let's just be honest about it. Right? That's all I'm asking. Yeah, just some honesty. Bald can be a beautiful day. It can. So we'll give it a tepid bell. <laughs> It's Defy Superstition Day because huh? it is December 13th. Oh, excuse me, September 13th. Okay. 13, a yeah. big part of a lot of superstitions. Is it? So on this day, they're telling you just fucking. Just defy it? Go right at them. Wouldn't that be every month just, then? Just step on a black cat. Walk under a ladder. Break your mother's back or whatever that is. Step on and, a crack, break your mother's oh, back. What are you He'll, doing with the black cat? No, you just then? don't let that walk in front of you. All right, then. Just run around. Turn that. around, go the other way. Well, then keep walking. Let, get a lot of black cats or, and walk all around Or just pump you. that cat. And um, <laughs> do all the things. Break a mirror. Yeah, spill some go, salt. Go nuts. Crazy Because none of it matters. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Stop it. So, yeah, defy superstition day. 
because it's the 13th, you see? So September 13th, they celebrate. And when it falls on a Friday, they must go, Oh, they fucking lose their minds. That shit crazy. lock themselves in the cellar. Today's National Hug Your Boss Day, Eddie. What? It's National Hug Your Boss Day. We're not hugging. Why would we hug? Eddie. What? National Hug Your Boss Day. I see you every day. To appreciate the role of managers and employees and employers in work life. You're not really a manager. Promote workplace relationships. That's the whole point of Hug Your Boss Day. You don't like give me assignments to do. I just come in here and you doing all the work. I just sit here. That's your assignment. Sit there. <laughs> just sit here and talk. Sit there and wise off. That's all I do. But improves productivity and morale. Keeps everyone motivated to deliver on their responsibilities. So we should do a pre-show hug every day. We should hug, hug, hug. I don't know, it's very, During the show, it's before very the show, after the show. I'll just sit on your lap and do the show. <laughs> just nothing very but hugs. How can you have hug your boss day in this in this climate? Climate no, of that. HR Can't and sexual improprieties and offenses, both no. real and imagined. Why would you encourage? No. Bosses should be wave at your boss from across the room. Yes, today. should be send them an email of thanks from your home or talk to them via Zoom, but get a no physical yeah, proximity. Do not hug your boss. No, don't. Everybody, don't be hugging on their bosses. No, and vice versa. Can you imagine how many douchebags pulled this off the uh, holiday a day calendar and oh. started circulating around the steno Fucking pool. Hung it up in all the cubicles. Uh, you know, ladies, I don't know if you saw it tonight, but it is Hug Your Boss Day in case anybody wanted to uh, get over here. You know, well, you well, wanted to actually celebrate the holiday. It says here it improves morale in the office. So what do you say? It's not required, but it's, you know, Angela, encouraged. what about you? Marie? Line starts here. Zip. All right. You know what we do now? We find a food-related holiday and we run it past Eddie Pence. Seeing if it's something that he'd be willing to eat, or maybe just stick up his ass, then pull out. Hmm. Only one way to find out, however, and that's to talk about the food. And ah, then yes. we pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. Those reels go round, and when they stop, if they match, jackpot. That means Eddie is eating that gosh darn food. Okay. Now, if they're mismatched, <laughs> imagine our disappointment. So bad. Well, you don't have to imagine it because more often than not, that's what <laughs> happens quite a bit. All right, let's find out if Eddie is a fan of this or not. I See, I what? know we've what? probably talked about this in the past. Yeah, but we've been doing this for like almost five years. Of course we're going to repeat some stuff. Sometimes we run, we run up against uh, something I'm familiar But I can with. act like, like I've never example, heard it before. Like, for example, today is also mm -hmm. um, ants on a log day. Okay. And that's peanut butter spread yeah. on a celery stalk with raisins right. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know we've talked about that one, yeah. and I know how you feel about raisins. About raisins. So I couldn't really go with no, that you can't. in all good conscience. You really can't. This, I was actually a question mark, because oh. I'm like, I know we've talked about this, this genre of food before, mm -hmm. but I forget his specifics okay. about this one. Well, let's see. So let's find out. It's National Peanut Day. Peanut, of course, which has... I don't know if you know this or not, grows underground. So Yeah, it's not a nut, it's right? It's not really a nut at all. Originating in South America over 3,500 years ago. And it is one of the most versatile foods that is eaten around the world. You can, as you know, make it into a butter, of course, peanut yeah, butter. Smush it up. They're using everything from, uh, from desserts to soups and savory foods, ice cream, peanut butter, as we mentioned. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just, a, it's a very... Um, uh, a very uh, versatile food, yeah. and it's used in a lot of ways by a lot of people. And so on this day, we celebrate the peanut on National Peanut Day. And I can get behind that. But I was thinking, I know we've talked plenty of times about nuts. What kind of nuts? Do, do you like nuts? I like the nuts. Eddie likes the nuts. We know that. I do like oh. but <laughs> But is he a fan of the peanut? I couldn't remember. So we're going to find out by pulling the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. Here we go. I like peanuts. I like peanuts. One word. It's not, I don't like pea and nuts. Peanuts is pea and nuts. It's not pea and nuts. It's peanuts. Stop it.
Just stop. All right, we're good. Jeff. Go away. Right, thank you so it's much. Not pea and nuts. I didn't know if you were a peanut fan. I like nuts. peanuts. I know you don't like peanut butter sandwiches. Not really. Well, the, the the peanut butter with the bread, it just it just coagulates in the roof of your mouth. So, but no. just the nuts as they are. I like a good yeah, peanut. You like you like them uh, salted peanuts shelled. If I crack the shells, I don't eat the shells. No, no that's fine. Who eats the shells? Well, they do that in, in Myrtle Beach. They have these things. It's in the Carolinas. They have the the roasted nuts or peanuts or whatever, and they just pop the whole fucking thing in their mouth. The shell, the outside. It's like soggy. Of it? They steam it. It's like soggy. Oh my god! And they fucking boil. They're boiled nuts. Boiled. They nuts. boil the peanuts, and then they just fucking throw the whole thing in their mouth like savages. Wow! How much of a hurry are they? They, just, they don't. They don't. Well, I don't. They gum them. I think. Wow. Never heard of that. Yeah, boiled peanuts. It's a huge peanuts. thing in the South. Son of a gun. Well, huge no, thing. I, I wouldn't do that. No, I wouldn't. Do you like them already shelled, like planter style in a jar, or do you like to get the shell, the no, peanuts like, in the shell? I like to go to the restaurant there and pop them, them open up and yourself. throw the shells on yeah, the floor. It's fun. It's a little activity. Well, yeah, I like it. I get you. Not as salty. You control your salt intake. I like, I like it salty. I know you do. <laughs> there you go, kids. Eddie Pence eating something. How about that? That's a holiday in and of itself. Now it's time to take a look at the entertainment news in a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. You know how I feel about character actors. Love them. We lost a great one. At the age of 90, Jack Ging has passed away. Jack Ging. Jack Ging? Jack Ging. What was he in? He was best known. I mean, he worked forever. He started in the 1950s, did a, everything on television. He always played the heavy. He was a deep-voiced, burly, uh, scary-looking dude. He was on Perry Mason in the Twilight Zone, and then and kept working through the 60s and 70s on Starsky and Hutch, Little House on the Prairie, Heart to Heart. Worked a ton in the 80s, but he's best known as General Harlan Bull Fulbright in the A-Team. Do you remember him yes. going up against yes, Mr. I do. T? Yes, I do, I do. Yes, he was General Fulbright on okay. the A-Team. That was his biggest role. Famously, he is sort of a trivia question for the A-Team. The only person killed huh. on the A-Team was General Harlan Fulbright, who gets shot in the back during a rescue mission. All that violence, one casualty. That's what he said. He said they shot 10,000 machine guns from every roof and threw bombs and grenades, <laughs> and nobody ever got killed except me. That's amazing. He said, bummed that his recurring role was uh, ended on that show. So he's gone at the age of 90. Still looking out for you, and Tracy, I know you're looking to buy a home. Yeah, we are. This may be the one for you. Oh, good. This sounds beautiful. It's uh, Mariah Carey's uh -huh. place. Now, are you willing to relocate to Atlanta? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of work there for acting. So, right, yeah, they don't yeah. shoot all the Marvel movies and stuff down like there, Seems like there's more act work there than there is here. It is a 12,575-square-foot home. It's on four acres of gated land. Uh -huh. Nine bedrooms, nine bathrooms. It has several tennis courts, yeah. a home theater, a complete gym, a customized kitchen, the obligatory pool and pool house, of course. Yeah. But this is fun. It comes with a complete state-of-the-art recording studio as well oh. on the property. Wow. So you could finally live your dream of becoming a country a country western It's true. Now, here's the thing. Uh-huh. The reason I bring this up, other than to bring it to your attention, because right. I know you're always I'm in the market, house yes. hunting. I'm in the market. Atlanta, Georgia. If this home, with everything I described, yeah. was here in Southern California, right. what do you think it'd be going for? Oh, God. That, probably $60 million. That's what I was yeah. thinking. What do you think it is in Atlanta? In Atlanta, suburbs of Atlanta. I assume they're the suburbs. Yeah, I'm thinking probably there, ten million dollars. Six point five. Six point five. Wow. Now, obviously, we can't afford it. No, but but it just shows you how crazy. Real you almost is here. feel like you could. I could own that house, kind of. Yeah. It's that could or be me, or me and nine other guys could throw in together and own that house at six point five. It yeah. seems much more. It's still out. It's still outlandish and and oh, completely yeah. out of my reach. But it makes it seem almost. You could get a group doable. together, and make it attainable. Almost doable. Sixty million is just that's you. Six point five million dollars. That's crazy. That just shows you how crazy real estate is here. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So there you go. Hmm. I'm going to put an offer down. Uh, maybe. Make I'll, an offer. You don't have to pay full 6.5. I might. Five. Yeah, I could put it. I don't in. know what the market's like in Georgia. It might be soft right now. You could put an offer for like a thousand bucks. Could be a buyer's market. It could be. Never know. 
Uh, you didn't go to D3 this past weekend, did I did you? not. D23? D23, yeah. yeah. I did not I go. I don't know what D3 is. D23. <laughs> Do you uh, usually go? Is that no, I've never been to a D23. Never I've never been to the Disney thing. we got to make that happen. I would like to go to that. Because now it's not just Disney, of course. It's Marvel as well. Yeah. And a lot of people were talking about what was revealed. They showed some trailers for Secret Invasion and Werewolf yeah. by Night, their new show based on the comics. Uh, casting news about Thunderbolts and Captain America, the New World Order. They talked a lot about that. But it's so funny. What everyone is talking about is what they thought they were going to see because of the rumor mill on social media and how disappointed they were that the news was really? not Because they put out a bunch of good stuff. Yeah, but I don't think it was any of the sort of bombshells that were being no. flouted on social media as by those who had inside sources about what was going to happen. Yeah. Henry Cavill was going to join the Marvel yeah. Universe. Yeah, Captain that was Britain gonna happen. or something like that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. They were going to announce that at D23. Yeah. It's not a thing because it's not happening. So they well, did that. To, they were going to be Superman at uh, Comic-Con. He's going to show up with Black Adam. Uh, they were they were reliably informed that John Boyega was going to announce that he was returning to Star Wars. That that never happened. He's never going back to Star Wars. John Krasinski was going to step out and announce he was going to be the new Reed Richards in yeah. Fantastic Four. Never happened. Denzel Washington was supposed to make an appearance. Huh. Never happened. So Marvel's feeling a little chap-ass because you're right. They did release all this cool information. A lot of cool stuff. And the only thing people are bitching about is what... They were looking stop forward to that never happened. Fucking information from Twitter. Yeah, we gotta stop that. It's it's insidious. Validate your information. And what is the what is the hunger that they must know everything before the company right. just tells you what's gonna happen? And who gets disappointed? Marvel's not gonna hide their movies from you. They're going to give them to you'll you. You'll eventually and, get it. And like you'll be beaten to <laughs> death with it. So when much. it comes out, you'll get you'll, they're gonna shove it up your ass. And then they're gonna hate half the shit that comes out anyway. Crazy to me. You know, it was a big hit. What? Uh, the teaser trailer for The Little Mermaid, the uh, live action oh, version yeah. of the animated classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halle Bailey stars as The Little Mermaid. They put the teaser trailer out over 104 million views in the first Damn. 24 hours. That didn't stop Twitter, though, from going off. Not in the way we talked about, though. Uh, everyone was saying how shocked they were to hear that Halle Berry was going to be the Little Mermaid in the new Disney film. <laughs> I shit you not. There was a major firestorm on Twitter. One tweet said, Halle Berry is nearly 60 years old and she's playing the role of a 16-year-old girl. My one God. person tweeted. Take 30 seconds before you tweet. Another one was defending her saying, Halle Berry is Ariel, suck on that, said one tweeter. Somebody was really excited about Someone it. Someone was very excited. Uh... <laughs> Eventually, Halle Berry had, had to step in herself, Ugh. saying, Wrong Halle. <laughs> Can't wait to see her, though. So We're uh, just not evolved enough as a species to handle social media. It's just, it's just, just, just reading, We're just folks. Not. That's all you got to do. We're just not evolved. Let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on September 13th. Barbara Bain, longtime wife of Martin Landau. They used to work together all the time when mm -hmm. they were married. They did Mission Impossible together and then Space 1999. Uh, lovely, talented actress in her own right, 91 years old today. Singer David Clayton Thomas of Blood, Sweat, and Tears, a goddamn Canadian national treasure. He is 81. You made me so very happy. I'm so glad you came into my life. Jacqueline Bissett is 78 years old. Did you ever see The Deep with her and Nick Nolte yes. and uh, Robert Shaw? Yes. Oh, man. Peter Cetera, who was, of course, the voice of Chicago for a long time. Oh, yeah. And then he broke off into a very successful solo career. Credit Kid 2. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's right. The Glory of Love. That's right. Seventy-eight years old today, 
Actress Jean Smart is 71. That show hacks that she's in now is supposed to be great. I haven't, but I haven't it. seen it. Tracy's watching it. I haven't seen it. Singer guitarist Dave Mustaine of Megadeth is 61. Just like the bye Stonehenge, where the demons dwell. Of destruction. Jeff Ross is 57 years old today. Funny man. Drummer Steve Perkins of Porno for Pyros and Jane's Addiction is 55. Jane says, don't miss Sergio. Treat me like a red Tyler Perry. Mogul oh, Tyler yeah. Perry is 53 years old. Built a empire on dressing up like a woman. Yeah. Not my thing, but... Hallelujah. Happy for him. What's her name again? Uh, Medea. Medea, that's Medea. it. Yeah. Uh, Fiona Apple's 45. I've been a bad, bad girl. I've been careless with a delicate man. And it's a sad, sad... when she came out everybody was like oh my god yeah and there was that video for that song that looked like uh, crime scene footage <laughs> which was disturbing and sexy yes. at the same time i didn't know quite it's very how confusing. to feel about it's very that. confusing lily reinhardt from riverdale is 26 years old randy jones of the village people turned 70. Comedian and actor Jerry Jewell from Facts of Life is 66 years old. She was Blair's cousin or something, right? Mm. Who had cerebral palsy? Yes. And showed up. She on, came in later on, and, right? And Blair was like embarrassed over her or something. Right. And everybody learned an important lesson. Right. That's what Joe yeah. wasn't. No. Joe was all about it. Wasn't her cousin, that's why. <laughs> and record producer musician Don Was, of course, of the band Was, not Was. He's 70 today. Boom, boom. <laughs> That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And now, because it's Tuesday, it's time to turn on the TV. Here we go. You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. On today's Ralph Report. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, you do. Mm. It has been very flattering that people have been calling in requesting theme songs from TV shows that I played some small part yeah. in. I really thought we would have run out by now. <laughs> but the hits just keep on coming. Very cool. Ryan, thank you so much for this one. Hey, Ralph. Yo, ho, Eddie. What a do, crew. This is Ryan, four-star general from Dyer, Indiana, calling uh, with a suggestion for TV Tunes Tuesday. I just got done watching a rerun of you on... American Dad, Ralph. And since we are continuing to do the theme of shows Ralph has been on, how about we do American Dad for TV Tunes Tuesday? Thanks, LMB. Of course, American Dad was the second hit animated show Seth MacFarlane did for Fox after yeah. the success of Family Guy. Right. Um, Seth not as hands-on with this project as he was with Family Guy. It was put together by two writers from Family Guy, Mike Barker and Matt Weitzman. And it's been on the air, by the way, for 17 years. Oh, my God. The only, I, wow. Started on wow. Fox in 2005. Story of CIA agent Stan Smith and his family, including his adopted alien pal named Roger and the goldfish with a human brain. I think it's a very funny uh, show. Yeah. The thing is, for the most part, although we are produced by the same family... When it comes to casting, they pretty much keep us separate. The Family Guy people do yeah. Family Guy, and the American Dad people do American Dad. Right. So I've only been on the show a couple of times where hmm. we've sort of crossed over. 
And that's why I don't really think of myself as having done American Dad. You were on the show. And I should know better because periodically, apparently there's one episode that I was in that is a fan favorite and people ask me about it quite often. Hmm. Uh, Stan, to protect his family, designs his own super intelligent security system for his home. Okay. And I forget what the initials stood for, but there was S-T-A-N. So he very self-centeredly called it Stan. Stan. <laughs> and it, like Hal from the from, right, uh, right. Space Odyssey, it uh, sort of gets sentient and takes over the house uh, <laughs> to the detriment of Stan and Roger, whom he almost kills. And so Stan's wife has to try to talk him down. And here's that scene. You can't think these guys are a threat. Stan makes you afraid. But what I'm most afraid of is losing him. And he's the same way. That's why he tries so hard to protect me. Yeah, sometimes he goes overboard, but that's love. So that's love. Yes. I understand. I love the oven, Francine. It's so small. It's so cute. What? After I murder your husband, you're welcome to live in the house, oiling my various gears and watching me bang the oven. I've got to turn you off. <laughs> With that spicy little KitchenAid in the house, good luck. Yeah, so I fell in love with the oven. The show was initially on Fox and moved to TBS and Cartoon Network. Still wildly successful, TBS renewed the show for 18th and 19th seasons, and uh, just recently it was renewed for its 20 and 21st seasons That's crazy. as well. Wow. The opening theme song is Good Morning USA, written by longtime Family Guy musical composer Walter Murphy, as well as Job McNeely and Ron Jones. The opening vocal, of course, is done by Seth MacFarlane himself in character as Stan Smith. Here it is, the theme song from American Dad, Good Morning USA. Good morning, USA. I got a feeling that it's gonna be a wonderful day. The sun in the sky has a smile on his face, and he's shining a salute to the American race. Oh, boy, it's swell to say. Good morning, USA. Of course, that's Seth as Roger as well. He yeah. does Roger as Paul Lynn as he well. He does as, a lot of voices. He's, he's a goddamn genius. So there you go. American Dad, today's TV Tunes Tuesday. Here we go. You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. like that one. Thanks so much, everybody, for hanging out with us. Why don't you come back tomorrow? We're going to do it again. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun doing this show. Sure Hope is. It's much fun listening to it. Hopefully my headache will be gone by then, or I'll have the MRI, and we'll know exactly what we're dealing with. <laughs> so in order to come back, forget about my aches and pains. you got to take care of yourself. Stay good in the hood. You're going to be glad you came back. Tomorrow we're going to have Steve Ashton, of Ooh. course. The UK update. Also on Wednesdays, we... Um, mm -hmm. Oh, man. Okay. This uh, is headaches making it hard to remember uh, right. stuff. No, I think it's more than a headache. I know. I, I think, think it's... Uh, One-hit wonder? You can't hear me! Smash hit song from the past. And the artist who created it, never quite able to enjoy that level of success again. All that and more. So please, take care of yourselves, cause... Life is life. And you need to be happy and healthy to come back here and join us again. And we hope you will tomorrow. Until tomorrow, please remember, I love you. I mean it. Bye. Ha ha, so ha, ha ha, got it, ha ha, bye bye. Take a better dance now. Bye, Menon.